Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in living the status quo life, who wants to hear from other ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga. Join me as I follow my curiosity around what living a successful life really means. Let's dive in. All right, guys. So today I want to talk about you know, finding your audience and how, you know, lately I've been feeling like I have clients that are so happy, you know, like sometimes there's like trends where it's like you have a whole day of people that are just like, wow, I love what you do. And like, I feel so good when I leave and they all say the same thing. And I always say to people, like, if you want to take a pulse on your business, or you want to know what your style is, or you want to know why people come to you, or you want to know like the inner workings of your business, like listen to what the people that come to your business say about your business, because that's what people feel in your business. That's why they're coming. And it's kind of your part of your signature style. So I think it'd be, it would just be a good conversation to have around you know, I was saying to my client when she was like, it must be so awesome to be so good at what you do and to know it. And I said, well, to be honest, like it's still like when I hear you say that, it means a lot to me. It's not something that I feel like I've totally received necessarily or uh, kind of just like let sink in. And uh, I said, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to I found my people. I found the people that want what I provide. And I said to her, if I was doing this for a different kind of person, right? Like I do natural hair that's pretty organic looking and a lot of gray coverage and, you know, just like, I don't know, just like, I feel like I do graceful hair, you know? And I said, if I was doing it for someone that wanted something else, they wouldn't feel the way that you feel. So I'm really grateful that you know, between my messaging, the, you know, the length of time I've been doing this, the word of mouth that I've been able to find the people that want what I do and what I provide. And I said, I think it would just be a very different experience if, you know, I, you know, something had not been driving and I was like attracting people that wanted like something totally different. Like if someone wanted to come in and wanted like, you know, like very vivid colors and, you know, or like, you know, fungi something, they would leave and they would not have the, the, they would not feel the way that my clients feel. Like they'd be like, I don't get it. She's not very good. Like I wanted hot pink and it's like the most pastel pink in the world. And I'd be like, that was me pulling out the big guns. And I think it's just a good conversation. I hate the word good. I don't know why I say that. Um, But I think it's a valid conversation to have. And you know, I I feel like for a while I've been following, you know, Seth Godin, who's just like about marketing and um and he was saying that uh you know the goal and I've this has stuck with me through, you know, having my podcast and my salon business shifting. He says the smallest viable audience is really all you need. And so I think you know, kind of going back to, you know, when, when we start off in, in any kind of service industry or industry in general, I feel like we're kind of, 
we're, we're getting our sea legs, we're getting like the volume in so that we're learning how to find our style. And so we start off having a very volume driven business. And then I think, you know, what has been true for me is slowly the volume goes down, the quality and experience and uh, overall just uh, value goes up and the, the audience goes down. And I think, you know, it can be scary and it can seem like you're not doing it right. Um, but I think your reach can sometimes be farther when it's smaller, you know? And I'm someone who, you know, kind of likes to cling to the numbers as far as the volume, as opposed to getting really niche and getting really owning the lane and the space that I'm in. And as I've grown my business, I've actually continued to tailor it and tailor it and tailor it. And so this week, I just, I felt like everyone, it was just firing on all cylinders. And I thought, you know, having that conversation with my client, like, wow, you know, there's like two ways to look at this. There's one way to look at it is like, yeah, because I'm that good. But then there's a more like nuanced way to look at it and say, Actually, I, what I've been really good at is attracting what I what I what I do, and attracting kind of the kinds of people that value what I do. And so sometimes I think it's not that we're. Uh, I think you know, you know, obviously it's an evolution to get here, and like I only learn my style by doing everything. Um, but I think that it can be scary for people to take on less. To and because it, it's kind of counterintuitive to what we think growth is, but by taking on less and doing what you love to do or doing the thing that you do best, it actually has a lot more impact. And the you know, you have like people wanting to come back, you've got people that, like, even when your prices are going up, they're like, Do you have anything that's less expensive? Like, I want to keep coming here, I want to keep seeing you, I just am trying to make this work. And, you know, I, I, you know, I think it comes back to just like really standing in your truth and, you know, being like, I don't have anything. I offer three services. And that's true for me. I offer three services. There was a time when I was, you know, you know, in my business catering to a bigger audience and that served its purpose you know, in the time that it did, you know, but I slowly kind of stopped catering to maybe 16 different types of people and started catering to three. And that can be really scary, right? It can be really scary to take almost cut off an entire arm of your business. Maybe that's an aggressive way to say it. But I think that feeling the fear and doing it anyway there was a time when I had a service that was $35 called a part line. And it was, you know, doing the, the part of the hair and the hairline with gray coverage. And then it was a shampoo and a blow dry. That took me an hour to an hour and 15 minutes. And I was charging $35. Now my lowest price service is $240 and that's an hour and a half. So I think that it's it's okay to change, but I think it's also okay uh, and necessary to sit with what it is that you do and to get comfortable being uncomfortable with not meeting everyone's needs and meeting the, the needs more effectively, more passionately for the people that you ultimately want to serve and serve as best as you can. So I, I was just feeling this week like 
Like it's really a cool place to get to. It wasn't easy to get here because it's letting go of uh, people's expectation of you and starting to stand in your own expectation of you and your own inner truth and your own uh, just validating yourself. And I think that that's so much about, um, you know, like liking how you live. And, you know, I, I think that it's so scary to stand for what we stand for. But when we do, that's when we get the reward and that's when we get the affirmation uh, from people. Like I, I received this whole week of like, you are doing what you're meant to be doing. And that didn't come before I did it, right? Like I had to, to do the things I've done for the people to show up or the people that, are, that were always there, that continue to be there to say, gosh, like, I love seeing you. I love how I feel when I leave. I know it's not just hair. I love what I learn. I love how I how I feel just like like my best self. And I think that sometimes we're waiting to get the permission and we're waiting to get the feedback before we make the move. And I feel like I'm saying this as much to myself as I'm saying it to you. We don't get that and we're not doing it for the reward. We're not doing it for everyone to tell us we're great, but it doesn't happen before we do the thing that we want to do or need to do. And I think sometimes, you know, I had a message from a friend who was like, thanks for posting this about, you know, someone asking about my price increase. Um, I was like emotional this week getting some responses. And I think that we we care so deeply for the people that we serve that it can be really hard to grow ourselves and and keep everyone with us and i think that that's something that i've had to learn is that you can have a lot of gratitude for someone's part in your journey but that you have to keep pushing and you have to keep growing and if this is this is where we say this is where we part ways in the journey. Like it bums me out, but I totally get it. And just like, I need to do what's best for me. You need to do what's best for you. I don't know. I think that, you know, I also shared with a client the other day that was asking like, what makes you so different? I just said, uh, you know, I think honestly in, in the industry that I'm in, there were years, actually a decade, to be honest, where like it was a $2 increase and a $2 increase. So what, ultimately happened for so many hairstylists and is still rampant today is that there's a lot of people that aren't making ends meet with pricing structures that are archaic. <laughs> and it, it, it's like, it might seem like, holy crap, that person's price is doubled in five years. But that person, you don't know the inner workings of that person's business and you don't know the, the work they've done on themselves, their craft. And I think that knowing and owning that and putting the work in like so many of us do allows us to stand more confidently in those decisions. And then the payoff, which we didn't even know would come, is that all these people that want the thing that you have clearly put out into the world as what you do come and they're pumped. They love it. They're grateful. And it's like, it makes it all worth it. But it does not, you cannot, I don't think you get to skip the discomfort. I'm someone who feels very uncomfortable making changes. So what's your excuse, 
right? I mean, I'm just asking you, but that just came off as weird. But, um, but I get really scared and uncomfortable and afraid and don't want to be abandoned. I don't want to be left and I want to all stay together and I still do it. So you have to too. Do it for yourself. Do it for the people you love. Do it for your kids, you know, because all these little changes and all these little catering to this specific type of client supports the life that you want to live and you deserve to live. So hope you have a wave making day and I will talk to you next week.